Christmas time, there's no need to be afraid. Unless you captain Mo as his penalty was saved. With fixtures postponed again due to the Rona, Norwich made the Palace look like peak Barcelona. I don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing I need. Please can Captain Cancelo play and please can he not concede. And if there's something else, a little cherry on the top, can four million people Captain Salah and then he missed from the spot. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Jared Bone got three assists. Hip, 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 hooray. So for the final time in 2021, welcome to the pod as two comedians try their best to become FPL gods. Welcome to FPL Face Off. Uh, my name is Fitz and I'm joined by the silent uh, Tom Glover <laughs> uh, after that poetic lyrical genius. How are you, Tom? I was just enjoying it, mate. It, what a way to alienate the majority of our <laughs> listeners who kept Mo Salah with um, yeah. that um, one week too late Christmas poem that you've just done. That's a very good point. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as I said to you just before we hit record, I was like, uh, I kind of fairly hastily prepared the poem and uh, it, I feel like it was fairly ill thought out. But never mind. We are where we are. No, it was very um, good. Very good. A good addition good. to the pod. Very kind of you to Summed say. Summed up the game week nicely. Good. Good. Yeah. Well, what what a game week and what a, what a bizarre kind of period of, of time we've had. I think um, it's been a couple of game weeks since we last recorded. Um, and 12 fixtures, uh, I believe, by my calculations, 12 fixtures uh, were called off over the last three game weeks. So lots of teams, lots of teams missing. But um, it's it's been interesting, hasn't it? How uh, how's how has your team fared? Yeah, it's been a sort of a fever dream of football. I'm not sure what's what games have been played, what games have been cancelled, what was ruled offside, what wasn't ruled offside. But um, yeah. yeah, we're here. And absolutely. I've. I've come out of it on a on a green arrow to end the year. In the last in the last six weeks, I've taken. I was just looking. In the last six weeks, I've taken no. In the last five weeks, I've taken six hits. Wow! So I've had a minus four this week, minus eight the week before, minus four the week before that. I didn't take a hit the week before that. I took a minus eight the week before that to end uh, a streak of four red arrows at that point. Um, but it's, it's, it's worked out now. I think because there's been so many games cancelled, taking a hit has been less of a, uh, a taboo as it has been in the past because we've been literally getting our teams taken down to six or seven starting players. So to take a minus four to get someone playing is really a minus two because they're getting their, those two points to start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've been trying to structure my team to get it ready for this potential double game week in game week 22 which as as we recalled which is just after the man united burnley game has finished uh we haven't got any confirmation of any uh doubles yet but um i think i'm in a good place i'm i've just gone up to six thousand in the world again very nice very nice um, well done i had kane and ronaldo which i've been championing both kane and ronaldo for the last few game weeks so it's good to see them both return this week You've got it, yeah. And, I mean, um, you, you've got to be happy with that, yeah. Two two premiums. Um, I think I think you've summed it up very nicely there. You know, it's uh, it's the the minus four is not really a minus four if you're getting a player out there that's that's actually going to play. Um, so yeah, I think that's I think that's very good work. So up to six k, nice, very nice. Interesting um, about the number of hits that you've had. Uh, let me just see if I can see. Um, so I've got the game week history up. Uh, I can't see the column where it says hits. Um, yes, so it's TC next year transfers made. TC, yeah, yeah. If you scroll down to game week twenty, 
Okay. So, so interestingly, yeah. So I've, I've had a few, few hits, but I had a minus eight, uh, in game week 16, which, yeah, that's, that's, that's the biggest hit I've, I've had. I can't imagine wanting one any bigger than that. But, um, yeah, so I had a couple of green, uh, arrow, sorry, I had a couple of red arrows in the last couple of game weeks. Game week 18 was, was a huge red arrow. Um, and then uh, another further big one in game week 19. However, I'm delighted to say uh, it looks like I've gone from 250,000, 253,000th in the world. Um, this game week, I have slashed that down to 110. Um, so a very, a very nice jump indeed. Is that Obviously, pre or post the Ronaldo haul that's just taken place there? That is, that is recently refreshed. So, you know, that, that may well change slightly with the um but it's going to be green anyway which is good to end the year on a green i think whether you're ranked a thousand in the world or two million in the world just being on the back of a green arrow makes you feel more positively about your team it makes you feel like you're pushing in the right direction yeah like when i had that run of four red arrows in a row i had no faith in my team that's when i took a minus eight i did four transfers and yeah, it's just it's just nice to have some sort of confidence in where you're going. Yeah, As I yeah. said, I feel like I'm set up. Having seen Ronaldo perform now, I feel confident with him playing Wolves at home this week rather than I was previously thinking of taking him out for the likes of Ollie Watkins or Mikel Antonio. Um, but now I'm happy to have him in place again. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I think there is some talk of, of him getting rested. But then you think about it, actually, we're Thursday now. The, our game isn't until Monday night. So so actually, I I think you're right. I think he's he's absolutely bound to play in that one. And it, that would be three in, three in a week, which at the start of the season, you know, would you have thought that Ronaldo at 36, 37 would have been able to do that? But actually, you know, he looked he looked very good tonight. Very good, I must admit. So, And um, to be honest, I felt he looked good against Newcastle. He was making the runs. His movement was good and he was getting yeah. frustrated, but you could see those passes were on. And the United midfield was just, they'd look at him and then they'd turn and pass it sideways. Yeah. And once Cavani came on, their link-up play was so much better, and we saw that tonight. And weirdly, Scott McTominay, <laughs> like sort like of prime... on the Bruno Bruno oh, role, <laughs> he was phenomenal, wasn't he? Prime. I saw someone tweeted prime Steven Gerrard, and it's difficult to um, difficult to argue with that. Yeah, that. Was, I mean, some um... Liverpool fans might argue with that. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Yes, I'm, I'm sure they would. <laughs> I mean, you've already alienated them for for your, your Salah poem at the start. Right. So let's not worry about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, very true. Producer Sorry. Glenn is a Liverpool fan himself. I'm sure he's doing some good edits over the top of this. He is. Yeah, I'm sure he's absolutely delighted as well. Um, that uh, that Liverpool lost to Leicester. Sorry, producer Glenn, we love you, and Liverpool are still begrudgingly a far better team than Man United. But never mind. Um, for now, at least for now. Um, so yeah, it was, it was an interesting, uh, it was an interesting kind of couple of weeks. Very difficult to plan at the moment as we record. Um, Norwich Leicester has just gone the way of, of so many others. Um, so that is, is not looking good at all. Um, I was looking at James Madison. I think lots of other, I don't think I'm like particularly, um, astute to, to have been noticing how, how well he's, been doing recently but yeah so that's uh, another game with uh with the rona influence how are you how are you feeling you mentioned that you're feeling in pretty good shape for the game week coming up yeah well i mean as i said i've been taking lots of hits i've sort of been trying to restructure to get ready for i have been trying to plan basically 
Mm-hmm. Um, I brought in Damari Gray last week. I, I thought the Newcastle game, um, Everton Newcastle game, is going to be called off, but he's someone I want long term, and eventually he will play that fixture, which will come in a double game week somewhere. So I, I bought Damari Gray, and I'm happy to have him. I bought Bowen in, who returned instantly for me. I want to get Bernardo out of my team. <clears throat> yeah, I'm the since same. yeah, since KDB came back, Bernardo's just dropped right back, and it's just not that attacking player he was for for that run of points he was getting, which I didn't get any of. I got onto him late and I've got nothing from him. Yeah. Um, I've got Reese James and Marcus Alonso. I bought James at 5.5 million. So I'm not sure whether I really want to take him out. I'm thinking of holding him on my bench, but he's got a hamstring injury and he's probably going to be out. He's probably going to miss six game weeks, I think, because they, they've got a blank in 24 and 25. So yeah. Yeah, that's, I'm that's, not sure that's a do. trouble, especially if if you go on the assumption that he could. What's he currently? I can't remember what his current price is at the moment. So I bought but... him at five point five, and he's currently at six point four. So oh, yeah, actually, that's that's pretty significant, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's going to um, drop obviously, but I think even by the time he comes back, he's going to still be six six plus. Yeah. So it's going to yeah. cost me half a million to get him back in. So I may just try and ride out with him on the bench. But then um, I don't know. I mean, Reese James is a is an interesting one as well because, yeah, as you say, he's very unlikely to play in the next three or four. But actually, looking at his um, his kind of points, he has he's not he's not really done much since. Uh, well, actually, looking at it, Leicester um, in game week twelve was his last, which was the I think the week before I got him in. Um, I'm pretty sure I got him in off the back of that. And yeah, but when when he's likely to return, which is because of his blanks, it'll be game week twenty six, which is the nineteenth of February, which you'd assume he'd be back by then. Yeah. Their run of fixtures really mm-hmm. turned then, so they've got Crystal Palace away, Leicester home, Burnley away, Newcastle home, Norwich mm-hmm. away, Brentford home, Southampton away, Leeds away. Yeah which is like as good a run of fixtures as anyone's going to have. And we're all going to want triple Chelsea at that point. And one of those triple Chelsea will be Reese James. So I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. may carry him. Fair point. Fair point. And um, yeah, as you say, we still got chips in play. So I know personally I'm, I'm thinking about uh, either rolling the transfer this week, but actually I probably won't roll the transfer because um, I'm likely to use one of my, uh, free hits, I think, in what will hopefully be double game week 22, um, which, yes, I'm sure Ben Crellin okay. is somewhere sat waiting now uh, for that, that announcement to, to be made, for sure. Well, by this time this podcast comes out, which will be New Year's Eve, hopefully, the, the game weeks, the double game weeks should have been announced. Yeah. Um, personally, I'm, I don't think I'm going to risk any hit, any any of my chips, because you may get that double game week and both those games could be postponed if your team gets COVID, if they get yeah. an outbreak. I mean, I quite like the fact that we're getting games cancelled because I was thinking that I need to bring in James Madison. I didn't know where I was going to bring him in. And now that's not an option. So now it's just Diogo Jota I need to get into the team, which I can see a place to do that. And so it's giving you less options with these games being cancelled, which makes it a bit easier to manage on that side of things. Yeah, that's a very good point. And I think, um, you know, these this this it there's an age-old debate in in fpl kind of management uh, whether it's luck or skill and you know i think all the successful managers will say that there's it's a combination of the two you know you have to you have to get a bit lucky but also you have to have the skill to have the kind of squad in place and and 
these fixtures, the way that they've turned and the teams that have had the games postponed, you know, it very much depends on um, who you've had in your team as to how well you've been able to navigate these tricky fixtures. And I think both you and I have, have touched wood. We've, we've done all right so far. So fingers crossed that will, that will continue. I don't think anyone has escaped it. There's been so many cancellations that at some point, yeah. like the people triple Arsenal got hurt this week. If you, well, all of, most of us had triple Liverpool a week before. Yeah. Um, I've had double, double Tottenham at points when they've had games cancelled. Like everyone's been hit at some point. So although we're not in the same boat every week, eventually we, we're all going to be affected by it. This week I've got Broyo and Livermento at home to Newcastle, which I was hoping would be a good fixture. And that looks like it's going to get cancelled. Um, so yeah, we just have to take it each week as it comes. But I think it's important to still try and plan and to try and get your team good long-term because the, the urge is to change your team to fix it for this game week. But then the trouble is you look at it the next game week and you're in an even worse position than you was before. And now you've yeah. wasted a chip or you've taken a minus eight to get there from players you don't want anymore. Yeah, yeah. Very good point. Very good point. And and speaking of our teams uh, looking good, um, both, interestingly, the new manager bounce for both our teams has has been has been pretty good. How, how are you feeling about Tottenham and, and in particular Sir Harold of Kane? Yeah, well, um, as a Spurs fan, obviously I'm delighted. We look so much better under Conte. Um, frustrating game at the weekend. Like when it was half time, Southampton down to 10 men, one all. It felt like that game was going to become three or four one. And then we had the ball in the back of the net a couple of times. And I don't think it was offside for Harry Kane. If his was offside and Phil Foden's was offside later on that day. But even so, even at that point, you think there's enough time left in the game for us to get another goal. So creatively, we weren't brilliant, which is still a frustration. But Conte's now going into a January transfer window where he's either going to spend some money or walk out of our club in a half. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and obviously, as an FPL manager, I've got Son and Kane. I've been on that double up for a few game weeks now. I've had Kane since the Liverpool game. So he's got three goals in three matches. I think he's sort of under the radar at the moment, but he is returning to form. And the way he finished that disallowed goal was proper old school Kane. And Mm. I think at the weekend, Son or Kane could be getting a brace or more. I find it difficult to, to argue with that. Yeah. Um, Still some, some interesting fixtures, as you say, they've got Watford, um, Watford, Arsenal, Chelsea. I thought at one point you were saying that there was, potential double game week for um, them to be playing Leicester. And... Yes, yeah, so game week 22, according to the Ben Prelin spreadsheet, it's, right. it's very likely that Spurs will have Arsenal and Leicester. And right. yeah, yeah. they are two of Kane's favourite teams to play. He always scores yeah. against both of those sides. And Leicester's defence, although although Liverpool never got past it, it's looking shocking. And it's going to be worse by them because Ndidi and Amati are both going to be going to the AFCON. So, yeah, as long as that game goes ahead, Kane has scored four goals against Leicester in in recent history. So, yeah, I'm very happy to be holding Son and Kane for those those double games. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I've, I've got Son... Um, and the captaincy is is currently on him, but yeah, I must admit, I yeah, me too. <laughs> I would like to um, I would like to get Kane in if I can, but it's it's working out where to where to f- fix things really. As I say, I'm, I'm 
trying to avoid hits if I can, because it doesn't feel like a, a coincidence to me that my rank has improved since I haven't been taking t- taking those hits. But um, I think if yeah. you've got eleven starting <laughs> players, then you don't really want to take a hit. I mean, I've been taking hits lately because I've been down to six, seven, or eight players on the pitch. Yeah. I think yeah. if you've got eleven, that's a luxury at the moment. So just don't take a hit, and you're already four points up on those around you or eight points up on those around you. So um, yeah, just just be grateful you haven't had a cancellation because there'll be people out there who've got Madison and Vardy who have just lost them and yeah, had Gilmore yeah. as their backup on the bench. So yeah, you're in a better position than some managers. Yes, well, that is um, that's good good to know. And and selfishly for me, you know, it's there've, there've been some <laughs> tough there've been some tough weeks. So it's good to um, good to have a little rub of the green for for once which is nice and um, good okay so how, how are you um how are you fixed in terms of your team and selections for for next game week in fpl yeah so i've got way in goal luckily i held on to him this week i almost bought in de gea but it would have been for a hits and i'd have it would have mean spending 0.6 i think to upgrade to de gea so i just stuck with greater for another week and he eventually played and got a clean sheet so that was a massive win for me yeah. um so Greater in goal. At the moment, I've got Livermento, Cancelo, and Trent at the back, uh, with James and Alonso on the bench. Just to say, that's exactly the same as me, uh, apart from James and Duffy on the bench so far. So that's, okay, that's good um, to know. but I, as I said, I think the Southampton Newcastle game will get postponed. But for now, Livermento's there, and it may become Alonso uh, in midfield. Gray, Damari Gray, um, Son, Bernardo Silva, and Jared Bowen. And then up top, Broya, Ronaldo and Kane with nice. Ramsey, Alonso and James on the bench. Very nice. Yeah. So similar, very similar at the back for both of us. But then the um, kind of latter half of the team is is where it, it changes. So, yeah, I've uh, I've got a midfield of Son, Bernardo, Bowen and Foden um, with Jota currently on the bench uh, with Dennis, Antonio and Watkins up top. Um, obviously that that kind of may change, but yeah. So there's there's some real interesting differences there, and um, you know I think it may well be time to to look at the the premium striking options based on on the success and the and the form that both of those both those players are in. So do you say you're thinking of captaining Son as it stands? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be captaining Son. Um, the vice captain's on Broya if that game goes ahead. If not, it be Cancelo I think at Arsenal or maybe Ronaldo at Wolves after tonight's performance actually yeah yeah Um, so there's a lot of options there I think you've got to look now to plan for that game week 22 you said you're going to free hit potentially potentially that's that's kind of the plan you know it, it may be when the fixtures are announced I look at it and actually I don't need to that would be the ideal um you know I'm I'm not I'm certainly not kind of saying that's definitely what I'm going to do. It's more just uh, I've got half an eye on it, I guess. Because I think if if you're not, you, you need to start looking at getting your team set up for that 22. Yeah. And I mean, you've got Dennis in your team who could be at AFCON, but then there's this this theory that he might be stopped from going by Ranieri now. Right. Um, the double Chelsea defence. Have you got double Chelsea defence? Um, I don't have double Chelsea defence. I've only got Reese James. Okay, which you, who you probably want to get bring out, um, yeah. unless you're going to hold him like I may intend to. So it's yeah, it's sort of getting yourself in position for those potential double game week 
games. It is, yeah, and you know, it's it's about putting out fires, isn't it? And like I say, I, I look at Bernardo as someone I ideally would would change if I could. Um, Dennis is is on his way to Afcon. I've got Duffy on the bench, uh, who is not in any way um, a, a threat for for anyone. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's not necessarily priority number one to get rid of Reese James, which means I might have to take a bit of a hit on the, on his um, value. But then you know he, he's not going to go down to five point five again, is he? So you know anything. What did you get him in at? Win. Um, I got him in at. Um, let me see. Where does it say where I bought him in? Because um, my plan is I'm going to take out. Alonso or Reese James this week. I'm going to bring in, at the moment, I'm thinking Matty Cash yeah. at Aston Villa. A lot of people are hot on Reggian, Reggian at Spurs, but I don't think the fixtures are great from a defensive point of view, and he is going to get potentially rotated with Sessegnon if Sessegnon's fit. So, yeah, I, and, it, and, and he flats the deceive a little bit. He is getting good positions, but he generally doesn't score many goals. So, yeah, I'm, I may go with Matty Cash, who's got better fixtures long-term. is a bit cheaper. Not a bad option at all. Yeah, not a bad option at all. Yeah, um, I, got, I got him in at 5.8, so not quite 5.5, okay. 5, but but enough enough uh, of a profit for sure. Um, reasonably happy, yeah, with that. That's how much nice. money you got. Like, if you can afford to... To, to take that out of your budget then sell Reese James because he's not playing for another six weeks but I've got zero in the bank right? and I'm going to have to get most Salah in again at some point I'm looking to wildcard probably in game week 23 just to get Salah back if he returns from the AFCON at that point sure yeah, um, yeah. but we'll see I'm trying to hold on to my chips until the FPL landscape sort of calms down a little bit and games aren't being cancelled every other week because the Omicron numbers are rising and it intended it's expected to peak sort of end of January. So yeah. we could be seeing cancellations for the next few game weeks at least. We certainly could. We certainly could. Yeah. I mean I've I've got three point one in, in the bank as it stands. So um yeah, not not doing terribly in that respect. But yeah, I'm if I'm looking at kind of upgrading to um Ronaldo, for example, or Kane, then I need to a, get rid of Antonio or Watkins to probably probably what uh, probably get rid of Antonio um, and keep Watkins. But then, obviously, like I say, I've got to downgrade Bernardo and and find some funds. So yeah, challenges challenges abound for us. So good. Well, I think we're both in uh, in reasonable shape looking ahead to the the next game week. Um, uh, this is a time of the episode where we would typically be uh, discussing our more than no features. Um, but I guess the feature will will have to have a little break when it? it's not something I thought it's about, another, actually. Another another flaw in our great feature is that <laughs> the, is. the one person it revolves around is going to go to Africa for a few weeks. So, yes. yeah, we may have to have a more than no break. And also, lately, every time we pick someone as a potential person to beat Mornemo, his game gets postponed, which is something we never accounted for. So yeah, I think we can take a little break. I think we can um, we can dive into our sky our sky teams if you're if you're ready for that. I absolutely am. Yeah. So um, uh, I had 
if you're happy for me to go first, I had a better yes, week. Yes, you go for it. Um, I had a better week with my second team, which is always the way, but never mind. So we'll, we'll only talk about the one. Um, and I got 130 points, which is okay. Ronaldo kind of saved the day for me a little bit today. Um, otherwise, my star performers were Cancelo with 23. Uh, I took in, uh, I, I made quite a few transfers this week, which is annoying um, because I had Luke Shaw today. I put in for Diogo Dallo because I saw Dallo wasn't playing. Um, Shaw got two points and Dallo came on and it looks like got two points. So that's really good, um, even though he, he barely played. But yeah, so I, I made uh, quite a few transfers, but Bowen, Saka, Ronaldo, they were the ones, and Cancelo, they're the ones that kind of saved the day for me. So I'm currently at 3,865 in the world uh, with 18 transfers remaining. So some work to do to get into the, well, anywhere near the top 100. But like, yeah, you, you had a much better game than me, mate. I ended on 84 points. Um which I've just looked and as a weekly on the weekly leaderboard, that's 92 K in, in the game, which I didn't think it went up that high. Right. Um, terrible week. I'm, I'm very disillusioned with sky. Like you say, yeah, it's hard yeah. to plan for FPL. It's even more impossible to plan for sky because yeah. in sky, you're, you're trying to get these little fixture gains, moving the player on for free for one free fixtures for one. And you just can't do it. Cause I've got Connor Gallagher, whose game got canceled um, Declan Rice I bought in he then got suspended but you, you're picking players whose teams are getting postponed games are getting postponed and it's just impossible to plan for it so I've just sort of stepped back from it a little bit I've got 18 transfers remaining I'm just probably going to leave it like that to the overhaul now and just captain the players that I've got on the team no, I think that's um, I think that's fair enough. Um, sorry, the reason for my panic, you probably might have heard me say that. I did. <laughs> um, my my child has awoken uh, upstairs, which is 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 perfect. But I think she may have gone back to sleep, so we'll just okay. we'll just have to wait. And if she makes noise, then uh, uh, we may have to call it an abrupt end. But um, yeah, I think I think you're right. It's very easy uh, to this this festive festive period of fixtures is tough enough with games coming exactly yeah particularly when you've got other things going on not suggesting that the people who do well don't have lives and don't have anything else going on but you know i think um if it's very easy to suggesting that (laughs) i don't (laughs) i don't want to um disillusion uh anyone else uh from from the pod but um but yeah i i do think that it's it's a real challenge and you know i'm i'm delighted to have, have got that as a as a game week rank but equally you know i've i've had several weeks where it's been much much worse so it's... i mean to those that are doing well and i know there are a lot of people in the in the twitter community who are doing really well on sky then fair play to them because if you have, if you can still take the time to plan it, there's some great mm. opportunities coming up because games are getting postponed and there's not three for ones anymore. There's potential four, five for zeros yeah. and there are opportunities there. But I sort of went hard early on in the season with my transfers, expecting this season to be a bit more stable than the previous one. And if anything, it's worse because you're getting single matches being called off on the day of the game and you just cannot plan for it. No, um, no, you're right you're right so man. yeah fair play to anyone's doing well but it, i am not i'm ranked 1700th in the world at the moment which is another a drop by about 500 places this week and i've made 
a transfer, taking Ramsdale out for De Gea, which is I'm happy with long term. But yeah, I'm, I, as I say, I'm going to leave it for a few weeks now. I'm just trying to captain the players I've got in my team. Yeah, that's uh, that's entirely entirely fair enough. So I've just had a message from producer Glenn, who's been at uh, Bristol City versus QPR. They lost in the last minute. Um, edit will be done tomorrow, I promise. But now on the beer, you enjoy your beer, producer Glenn. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> especially after a, a last minute sucker punch from QPR. I'm assuming he was supporting Bristol City rather than uh, uh, rather than QPR. But but well done to you, producer Glenn. We're very grateful. Um, yeah, so lot, lots to discuss. We will be back in the new year. Um, I can only apologise, but I am going to have to go because I do have uh, a, a screaming child upstairs uh, who is very <laughs> much in danger of waking up the other sleeping child. Um, far from ideal, and I will never let my partner out of the house again when I'm due to record a podcast. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> is there anything else you wanted to cover off? My um, do you want me? To, do you want me to end with a Sean Dyche poem so you can rush off? I would love you to end with a Sean Dyche poem. Um, have you emailed it over? I've emailed it to you, yes. Do you want me yeah. to read it? or Have you got time to read it before you rescue your child? Uh, uh, absolutely, I have, yeah. Um, when did you send it? Just before this podcast started. I, I wrote it ah. as the United game was happening. Here we go. Good, I've got it. Right, so we'll end with uh, a Sean Dyche poem. Thank you, as always, uh, for listening to uh, the FPL Face-Off pod. We do really, really appreciate it. Uh, sorry for the shambolic end to this, as I say. Um, difficult with kids, etc. But, um, yeah, Merry New Year and... <laughs> Here's to Sean Dyche. And so we end the year with another terrible display. Torn apart at Old Trafford by Scott McTominay. Nothing worse than being beat by an asset that nobody owns. Like conceding... <laughs> Sorry, this is very <laughs> Like conceding an overhead kick from the boot of Phil Jones. <laughs> but in 2022, it's time to atone. <laughs> I will get us out of the relegation zone. <laughs> I've had, more, <laughs> I've had more dog fights than you've had up dinners in 2022. Burnley are going to be winners. So stop jumping up and down and shouting Sue, because you'd have blanked if Nick Pope didn't have the flu. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that at half time. I'm pretty pleased with that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Luckily, nothing uh, happened in the second half, so it still makes sense it did <laughs> really good of Sean Dyche to write that at half time and, and email yes. it over to you um oh wonderful stuff well um yeah thank you uh thank you for your company as always Tom thank you for listening and uh we will see you slash see you again uh speak to you again uh in just a couple of days I'm sure and um hopefully this podcast won't be used as evidence to, for social services <laughs> fingers crossed you take care <laughs> see you later later you too, mate. Laters. Thank you.